everyone, I'm going to be reading to you from my own book that I wrote called Capture the Billionaire. It is only exclusively on Wattpad.com. Look me up as Bonbons and Books. Chapter 1 that I'm reading to you today is Under the POV of Brenda. Then the next one will be Aaron and so forth. So it'll go back and forth to Brenda and then to Aaron if that makes sense to you. Enjoy. I hope you're staying home and staying safe. Let's begin. I never thought that I would end up back home here at Haven Creek, but here I am once more, right back in North Carolina. At least this town never changes, the ocean, the beach, it was like stepping back in a time warp. It never faltered. I did not have any set plans for my life, not like I once did when I left Haven Creek. I had huge plans for my life then. I moved to New York City when I was done with high school. I got into college over there in New York and I was going to study photography and journalism. I was going to be a news reporter. You know, be the next lowest lean in the world. Brenda, we are going to town. Want to come with us? My mother calls to me from downstairs. No, Mom, I'm fine, I say. She was worried about me since I moved back home. I promised her that I was going to get a decent job here in town, that I was going to get my own little apartment and then I was not going to be home forever. Here I was, 33 years old and living at home. No job, but at least I had a car, but that was only because my father had bought me one last Christmas when my beat-up pocket junk broke down. Now I had nothing. My little sister Melody was getting married soon out there in California. She had an excellent job. She was working as a pastor with her husband, who was also one. I was happy for Melody, really, but by now I thought I would have it all. A decent job, a condo out in New York, my own family. I had nothing going for me. Who in their right mind was going to want to date a loser like Brenda Janet Vance? I indeed was a loser right now for the moment. I groan as I flip through my mother's good housekeeping magazine. Bitter tears come flashing in my eyes as I fight them back. No tears, not today. You're not going to win. I look around in my room. It was like the same from the 1990s. My poster of New Kids on the Block was plastered on the wall, along with my Backstreet Boys and my prom photo was up. Prom? I had ended up going with Bradley Catmore. Brad was the star of the football hero of my high school, and I wanted to go with my best friend at the time, and his name was Aaron Winters. Aaron was living next door to me. We'd known each other all of our lives since we were babies crawling around. I was a popular one. Aaron was a geeky brain. We were out of each other's class range, and I had a huge crush on the boy next door. He didn't feel the same way about me. That was part of the reason why I wanted to move far away from Haven Creek, to forget my heartache with Aaron. I could have talked to Aaron for hours about nothing. That was how close we once been to one another. Now, Aaron was a perfect stranger to me. I still get a Christmas card from his mother back when I used to live in New York. His parents owned the house next door still. Now they had a little vacation home out in Alaska that Aaron bought for them a few years ago, so we didn't see the winters as much anymore. I never told Aaron how I felt. I was not smart enough to win his heart. He needed a brainiac, a smart genius like himself. I was the airhead. I brushed tears aside from my eyes and I tried not to dwell on him too much while I was home. I tried and I tried, but every damn thing reminded me of him when I was back home and I was afraid that was going to happen. I think I needed to change this bedroom. 
I wondered if mom would care if I give this 90s room a makeover so that maybe it would be Aaron free of memories. My cell phone rings. It was my sister calling me. Mel, I answer. Hey, you're back home. Why? She wonders. Back in New York, I did not answer family too much. I did not want them to know the shameful truth why I had to come back home. But now, they were going to have to know the whole story. Yes, I'm back home and I'm living with mom. But I am job hunting and I'll get my own place, I promise her. Good for you. I have a question to ask you, she mentions. Yes, I sigh. We're planning on having the wedding in Mama Dad's backyard. I was wondering if you would be, if you could be my maid of honor, she questions me. Oh, Melody, I would love to, I gushed with joy. I was happy for her. At least one of us should be happy. I was worried. I know how bad things are for you, but I promise you they'll get better. Have you read The New Yorker lately, she wonders. Not really. Dad got it in the mail the other day, I tell her. Why? What's the big deal? Aaron is on the front cover, she mentions. I rush downstairs and I grab my dad's mail from the kitchen and I find the magazine. There was Aaron, splashed on the cover of the thing, smiling with his arms crossed, looking as handsome as ever. His brown eyes look back at me. My heart skips a beat as I flip through the article. Do you see him? Wow, he's changed, huh? She laughs. He sure has. He looks great, I sigh. I see a photo of geeky Aaron from her high school days and a photo of him now. He was perfection, if not better. He really was handsome. My heart aches to look at him. I cannot, would not ever have him. I bet he had dozens of women in and out of his life by now. And I also bet he had a steady girlfriend about now. God, he's gorgeous, I mutter on accident out loud. Are you not over Aaron? My sister asked me in a teasing tone. Me? Am I over Aaron? Please. The time has passed. That was so long ago. I bet he doesn't even remember me. I have had boyfriends since him, and I'm sure I will move on, I fib. I talked to Aaron by email. I invited him to the wedding, she informs me. I suck in my breath. Was he going? He declined. He told me that he was happy for me, but he was busy, and that he got me a huge gift and it was coming in the mail. He writes cards still, like he's my big brother, just like old times, Melody mentions. Well, good for him. I'm sure he is busy, I sigh. I was not going to, like, coming back to Haven Creek. He wouldn't come back to Haven Creek either. Why would he have time for this place when he could travel all over the world wherever he wanted to go? I'm sure he is not coming because you will be there, she states. So, I sigh, you both need to talk to each other. Get this over with. You were best friends. Were best friends, I remind her sternly. I tie my long black hair and a bun on top of my head. You still are best friends. I'm sure he will not come to my wedding because he's missing you. His best friend. Why else would he not come? She challenges me. He's a billionaire. Why would he want to come to a wedding? He's running a million dollars software company. I'm sure he does not have time. Like he says, I sigh. Look, I have to go. I'm sorry to bring him up, but I wanted you to know. I mean, think about it. He is not coming because he's not ready to face you. Why else would he not bother to come? Talk to you soon. Miss you. She reminds me one more time before we hang up. She was wrong. Aaron Winters was never into me and I was not his type and he was never getting over me. 
and I bet he didn't want to return to this town that used to tease and torment him and call him a geek and other names. If Aaron Winters did not want to return to Haven Creek, that had nothing to do with me. That was one thing I was sure of. The end, that's the end of chapter one, and I will continue with chapter two tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed that. Please follow, like, and listen for more. Bye, everyone.